the ability to play a drum roll. That's 20 quid a month. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? Aye. You'll find out in DG247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a roof? And what's the best game where you battle the Pope? Like I said, you will find out in this year podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we affect... Can I do that again? No. (laughs) Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within a very specific category. For example, this week, we're looking for the best game with the worst gimmick. Speaking of which, joining me today is Tom Orrey. <laughs> what, what is my gimmick? Are you saying I am a gimmick? <laughs> You've got several gimmicks, Tom, and they're all wonderful. I'm joined also by oh. Shrey Said and uh, James Belcliffe. How are you guys doing? Not bad, not bad. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a week since we saw each other last. Mm. It's uh, it's incredible. Um, all right, I'm going to switch things up this week because for a number of weeks now, uh, the, the the podcast has gone in a very specific order. But this week, I am going to let Tom go first. Wow! How about that? So incredible. Best game with the worst gimmick, Tom. Yeah. You have the floor. For this one, I look back at an era where there was lots of new ideas, right? That is like when things went sort of like polygons, right? So PlayStation era. Yeah. And there was always some new thing happening in games. Yeah. Mostly terrible, to be fair, because those early 3D (laughs) games were rubbish. Let's face it. Most PlayStation (laughs) games are rubbish. N64 games are often even worse. Um, people that like that era of retro gaming are just wrong. Yeah, there's basically. like four good games on the N64 and that's it. But. Yeah, I mean, I loved the N64 when I was playing it at the time, but you can't go back, right? Hmm. So there was a lot to choose from. I was like, obviously with the best games angle, I was like best PlayStation games, trawling through the list of cover art on Google to see which ones actually had gimmicks. I was thinking about Tekken bowling and stuff like that. Like that was a... A gimmick that I never liked particularly. People Tekken seem to love fun. Tekken it's like a distraction. I was like, "What is the this? Just a waste of time." <laughs> <clears throat> but actually, and I thought longer and longer about this, and it's like, as a as a thing, it was a sequel to a game, right? And I knew I knew this game well, and the next mm. one came out, and they added this new gimmick that basically was not needed at all. Mm. And the game is, um, let me just check. I've got it right. Uh, Football Manager 2009. <laughs> right? Football Manager 2009 <laughs> added a 3D match engine. Yeah. And right. <laughs> what a waste of time that was. Yeah. Really you, do not, you do not need a uh, 3D match engine Football Manager. Even today, years later, you still don't need it. All you need is overhead view, little round men running around. That's mm. all you need. You do not need proper 3d representation because it ruins what is uh the illusion of a game of football when it's the little blobs running around it looks enough enough like football in that you can see the ball pinging around as soon as you put proper animated people on on the screen mm-hmm. everything is like it's much easier to see problems with it like people do odd things on the pitch it's like why are they doing that that's not real football you get away with it when it's the blobs right so yeah. biggest gimmick 3D match engine in Football Manager 2009. There you go. That is a very solid and concise pitch for that feature. 
because hmm. it's like because it's it's like um it's like the difference between the novel and the film version right and and the novel's always better because the, the film doesn't play out how it played out in your head it's the same thing right yeah it's like such and such is breaking down the wing you get the little thing pop up you can imagine it happening you see the blob doing it yeah. great and then you see it on the 3d match engine and they're like cutting about all over the place it doesn't look like real football yeah but on the blobs you fill in the gaps right that's all you need the one thing that I will say is yeah. that it is the 3D match engine to this day is not mandatory at any point. I'm not saying it is, but it is a new yeah. feature and I find it a gimmicky feature that is unnecessary. You want it to look as close I mean, to a spreadsheet as possible. Not, <laughs> spreadsheets do not have animated blobs running around. Yeah. Not the ones I look at. Yeah. So it was Football Manager 2009. Yeah. Um, and up until that point, so all the way through when it was Champ Man and everything, it had I mean, initially it had no, it just had text, right? Initially, it was just updates by It was text. just those like alert boxes, wasn't it? Mm. It's like there's a penalty and so-and-so yeah. has done a tag. You still get those. The best combination is the yeah. text updates with mm-hmm. the 3D, not the 3D, with the overhead circular blob view. That's all yeah. you need. That's all you need. I think the vast majority of people will agree with that. Like every every football manager player I know, bear in mind Tom is like at, at least seventy percent of those, twenty uh, <laughs> percent of those. Um, all they all hate the three D match engine and say basically the same thing that it's uh, it, it's a it's a stupid feature that ruins the the soul and the essence of football manager. Well, well you done, use Tom. it That's for really match highlights pitch. though, don't you? Do you not no. do you not have the match no. highlights? Do you not goal highlights? I think everybody no. does that, don't they? No, That's what I do. You have the goal well, highlights this, on the match you, engine if you, at least. If you want to talk about what you do, that's fine. I don't. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to see their faces. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's, it really takes you out of it. I mean, particularly with the uh like the regens and stuff, you don't then you don't want to see whatever that monstrosity is mm. in three D. It has a you picture just, of them in the in the, in the you thing. just you just want to imagine that's what they look like based on their profile picture. Then you go in like in three D engine, it's like, what is this? And I'm sure the does, new games look great, but I haven't turned it on in years, so I don't know. Does Champ Man, Champ Man, does Football Manager have <laughs> licensed teams? Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay. So it's like, so like, I imagine because you play Spurs and you're playing in, in, you know, in that league, you roughly know what most of the players look like, right? No, I don't watch real football. I just watch overhead blob recreations <laughs> of football it has of course i do again jesus <laughs> no, i was gonna say you just <laughs> you just um listen to that sky sports guy who just like regurgitates it in the t-side mm. accent and that's like that's that's pure football that is you don't need to see them doing it all right okay um let's go to Sharif, what is the best game with the worst gimmick? Okay, so I am. There, there's a couple of things that I want to say. First, uh, 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 I was going to pick uh, Boktai, the Game Boy Advance game. Uh, it's a mm. classic Hideo Kojima game, and the gimmick for that game was that the cartridge had a photo light sensor, and so if you wanted to charge the solar weapons in the game, you would have to put the actual cartridge in the sun. Uh, and as far as gimmick stuff goes, this one was pretty central to the thing, so you could argue it was a feature, not quite a gimmick. But I'm not going to pick that because I never had a, a Game Boy Advance, so I never played it. I only am aware of it, uh, and I wouldn't, I would never pick something that I, ne- I have not played. Uh, uh, the thing that I'm actually going to pick <laughs> is 
let's call it not a, not one game, but a feature in games from a certain studio that they just keep putting in their games that I just want them to stop. Uh, and let's call this. Mm. Uh, there are four games, if you believe it or not, that all have varying degrees. Yeah, four games. All have. Seems like that's uh, too many games. Mm. Three too many games, I might say. Well, if mm. it's the same feature, I could pick one of them if you prefer, but it's the same feature, and it's going to, I feel like, mm. resonate better if you say they mm -hmm. keep adding this feature. Anyway, I'm talking about the, let's mm. call it the post-Neo Team Ninja games. So Neo 1, Neo 2, uh, Final Fantasy Origin, uh, whatever the subtitle of that game was, and Wolong Fallen Dynasty. And the feature in all of those games is that someone during the development of Neo 1 had the bright idea of making it have a Diablo loot system. Tremendous action games, all of them, from superb Neo 2 to chaos, whatever, at the bottom, all tremendous action games, but they all are bogged down by how much time you spend in the inventory to try and sort through mm. this slightly better sword and the slightly uh, a better piece of gear in a system that adds little value to what is essentially a mechanically dense action game that they used to make with Ninja Gaiden. They just wanted you to... It's worse than uh, the gear stuff in, in, in Gotham Knights. It's worse than the stuff in Anthem. It just mm. doesn't matter. And it turns... I mean, listen, I like loot. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, like, I don't like loot. I've <laughs> played more Diablo 3 than I have ever played any single video game in my life. So I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, my God, loot is overrated. It's just numbers. I love loot, right? I love Destiny, all that stuff. But there is a, an argument to be made about too much loot. Those games, especially Neo 1 and 2, just drown you in loot. I'm talking almost every second pickup is a piece of gear that you'd have to go into the menu and look at. Yeah. To the point that people either ignore him entirely or they would just go to uh, uh, YouTube and be like, okay, well, uh, do I need to worry about this? And most videos will be that don't worry about it, just get upgrade the, to the bigger numbers. And then the gear that you actually want is drops from bosses and drops from the end game activities and drops from this and that. So the uniques is the stuff that you want. But to get there, you have to wade through this miasma of just random shit. And if you <laughs> uh, if you if you're familiar with Neo, uh, uh, a really good advanced way of playing that game is relying on two weapons and switching between them uh, uh, during the fight, which is an advanced way to play the game. You don't have to do it, but if you do it, you're going to be rewarded. And so that basically doubles the number of items that you have to end to spectate every time you get a drop, because you'd be like, okay, is it a better sword or is it a better uh, 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 the other weapon that I'm using? Is it a bit of this thing or is it a bit of that thing? Like, go, if you're not familiar with those games, go watch, let's say, a 10-minute gameplay, just randomly, and then see how many loot drops appear on a screen and how much of it actually matters. Uh, and so they realize that this is a problem, and so what their, their quote-unquote solution to it in uh, Final Fantasy Origin was just to have an auto-equip button where the game just looks at the numbers and does this busy work for you, which is a terrible solution because it indicates that they are aware of this is a problem, but because of this Final Fantasy game thing, they can't quite design around it, so they just said, let's just, let's just let the game think, think for you on this particular thing. And even in Wolong, and before that game came out, they said, like, oh, we're not going to have as much loot as we did in past games. Every drop is going to matter. They do not. 
it's almost technically the same, <laughs> just fewer drops, sure, but it's almost technically yeah. the same thing. And like the one thing I will mention that they actually did different in Wolong is the weapon skills, which cannot be transferred. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that would actually have you somewhat excited to get a drop even until you realize there are only six of these on every weapon class. And you're like, okay, I've seen them all. Uh, uh, I'm going to keep the one that I have because it has a skill that I want. And so uh, yeah. like, those games would be so much better if they just removed the element of loot and had it be just uh, locked it behind story progression or had it be like, you'd get it just as you would in, in an Ninja Gaiden uh, and not have it be just constantly, constantly getting it through a menu and system uh, to the point that it just becomes ridiculous uh, and unnecessary. And so, yeah, that's like Team Ninja Post, a new one, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagined um, at one point in in your pitch, uh, just just like uh, the the caption. Listen, I like loot. It's like just like next to a picture of Blackbeard. Um, okay, some of my best friends. Uh, yeah. I loot games. <laughs> I actually quite like the loot in Neo, Neo and Neo Two, but I really dislike it in the Final Fantasy One, and that's because Neo 1 and Neo 2 are good games and the other two are okay. bad games. But would you yeah. say they would be better games without the loot? <laughs> There's another game that kind of has this, that, or another series rather, with Assassin's Creed Odyssey versus oh, Assassin's was, Creed Valhalla. I was literally about to say, yeah. And yeah. I actually really, really enjoy all of the loot in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I really, really like that part of the game and was really sad when they stripped it out of Valhalla. Interesting. Okay. And thought that it... That because Valhalla is such a, a, a vacuous and the world's most padded video game that it actually needed some stuff. So you weren't yeah. just fighting the same dude over and over again. Yeah, Valhalla but, like could actually do with some loot, to be yeah. fair. Because at some point with Valhalla, you just have like the best gear you're going to have for... You know, you, yeah, yeah. It's it's like very early on in that game, you get to a point where like, okay, I can win every fight with the exact same like three moves. And anyway, let's not get bogged down. It's not down the Loot Systems podcast, is it? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Okay. Which so, game are we actually picking here? Which game are we actually choosing? Yeah. Which game are you actually picking? Let's just say Neo Two. James just said that's got good loot, didn't you? He he likes the loot. Yeah, it is, I fun. enjoyed the loot in that because the because the weapon. Yeah actually mean something rather than when because because Warlands back game yeah. would have given it two stars if I'd reviewed it uh, it was it's just it's awful game anyway the weapons actually mean something in Neo 2 you can actually like you say you can switch between them and there are some different styles they actually do different things and feel different tangibly sure so I'm not like, I'm not saying getting different colors of stuff is really fun but it's always just a plus one thing it's not exciting loot it's that's oh I like that plus one though it's voice well, one more it's one louder <laughs> it's isn't it? too much <laughs> There's too many <laughs> drops. That's the thing. You how many? How often do you pause the game and like look at your loot, James, when you play Neo One and Neo Two? Uh, probably after the boss when it drops something good, and then you dismantle all of this. Great. Stuff. So why have it in the game then? If if you're dismantling it all and not doing what I do, which is just look at everything. Get all the upgrade stuff. That's so part of progression. You get all the you, you dismantle all the stuff. You get <laughs> no, the upgrades. You're stuff, effectively you making stuff. my argument and for me. That's a core feature of an action game. No, right? a core feature a, of an action game is gimmick. action combat. I don't need this fluff. Right. Oh yeah. Right. 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 Of an RPG, right. perhaps. Right. Need to break. Yeah. Need to break this up. <laughs> this happened last week. <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, uh, yeah, I, w- I was going to talk about Assassin's Creed as well, but actually, um, I-, I was going to say that like Odyssey's loot was uh, had the same problem as what Sharif's talking about. It's just too much. 
too often you just get like you get 50 like spears that are like two damage less than what you're already using or it's mm. like the, they've got four different types of damage in odyssey and so it's like oh this one has plus 28 assassin damage but that one has oh, plus right. 50 whatever right. da- like range damage whatever so you got that but and when i'm saying like plus 28 minus 28 this one's got plus 50 that one's got minus 50 we are talking about damage stats in the tens of thousands at this point in the game and you start quibbling over like but hmm, what is what's 32 versus so yeah uh, and then and you end up just like just doing like like shit maths in your head uh, and reading numbers instead of like doing stuff and as Sharif said it is supposed to be an action rpg not a sitting about looking at a character sheet RPG because those are tabletop RPGs for Poindexters, not video games, right? So, um, yeah, I agree with you, Sharif. All right, James, what is the best game with the worst gimmick? Well, I've taken a bit of a gamble here because this is a... Are you doing one of your... Twisting is, the topic. There a, no, it's not. It's there's a not character a, called Gimmick or something, isn't there? No. Is that your game? My, yeah, oh, that's my cat. Oh, Sorry, but, Benny. Oh. Here he is. Hey. Oh, say hello. Hello, Benny. He's waving. Look at him waving. Oh, waving. Yep. Oh. Anyway. I wish uh, my yeah, cat not... would say hello, but she's hiding <laughs> under something. She's an antisocial little bastard. Well, there's the thumbnail, if anything. But um, <laughs> the yeah, it's not because I'm trying to twist the topic or anything. This is like a legitimate pick and a game mm-hmm. that I actually have a lot of fond memories with because it's one of the Does that the mean all your other picks would be illegitimate? No, <laughs> sometimes they have been Ill- illegitimate i'll admit that but it's a gamble because it's one of those games that came out in an era where i think i was nine years old so mm-hmm. i remember it as being like really good time i had a great time with this game but you were all like 26 so you might think it's rubbish i fucking wish i was 26 <laughs> it, this is tony hawk's underground a brilliant brilliant uh, skating game that i really enjoyed with my with my friends when i was a kid and one of the sort of hallmarks of that early noughties era was mm. uh, extreme extreme sports were huge. And as a young lad, being a professional skateboarder was something that was presented as a legitimate career <laughs> because the X Games were kind of in their pomp, and you yep. could uh, and it was like all of this sort of stuff. And then one of the big things about uh, Tony Hawk's Underground was that it had this amazing innovative gimmick where you little Jamesy could be a professional skateboarder because if you jump through the right hoops, you can scan your face into the game and your creator character <laughs> can look like you. And so I've, 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 I've managed to dig into, the, dig into the, the internet archives and I would like to just nicely uh, read out what you have to do to get you the picture of yourself into Tony Hawk's Underground. So this is a, an article on, on IGN by uh, Douglas Perry. Thank you, Douglas. And he says, uh, the procedure works well and quickly. <laughs> Grab a picture of your face with a digital camera, take the image, import it into your computer, which I didn't have at the time, so I had to do it at a friend's house. Attach it to an email and email it to faces at thugonline.com. <laughs> So yeah, they, they've they've set up a specific email to get pictures of children's faces. Oh no! <laughs> and then through some through through something, you'd eventually get this sort of 
wrapped polygonal nightmare that could make you look like a professional skater if you uh, exclusively if you wanted to like tingle from ocarina of time or something just some some warped textured nightmare and it's a brilliant skate game i i really enjoyed it at the time it's it it had one of those it 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 was a great transitional game from the 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 sort of arcadey era of the pro skater games to stuff having a more more dedicated story and all of that sort of stuff and it was uh, and i think it was quite successful in that i enjoyed it at the time even if i did ask for it for christmas and it was like uh, i asked for it for my grandma actually and because it was rated 60 and i was told she might as well buy you a pack of cigarettes <laughs> um, so so but i but i did actually play this game we played it a lot at my friend's house and uh the the gimmick that you could you could be a professional skateboarder was 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 just awful. It didn't work. It was a polygonal nightmare. Take your soggy mob flips back to Jersey tweakers. And I think emblematic of these weird promotional things that you'd have all the time in that sort of thing that you'd you'd have things where it's like, ah, oh, take a picture of your TV and Nintendo will send you a certificate or you can go to a shop and you'll get a Pokemon except the the TV that you're supposed to clip into is never turned on. You yeah. know, these sort of things. And there was all sorts of stuff like that, all sorts of these gimmicks at the time. But I just remember the the absolute stomach-churningly worst one was trying to get your own stupid little face into Tony Hawk's underground. You do, I take it you don't have any um, uh, photo or anything of you actually in the game. Uh, I don't remember. No, no, I don't have... I've not got a prop of it It's, it's like, because this was back in like 2003, so you, you just, nobody had a... F- camera on them all the time yeah the, the camera the the battery in that camera is long yeah. long turned into a popcorn nightmare i, I would have to like i i think maybe for some of our younger listeners we have to explain that when james says and in 2003 i had to get a digital camera to take a photo of myself that's true yeah like like these days everyone's just got a camera on them wherever they are but back then like you would have had to go and get the camera off a shelf in a cupboard or something like you would have had to borrow it off your dad or whatever like it would you wouldn't have just had it you only you only had a camera to use on holidays and it was an hour yeah exactly not a digital camera yeah (laughs) yeah exactly another fun specification is that it has to be a digital camera and not a a wind along one that you take to boots yeah in 2003 that was like you're on the cusp (laughs) there of like digital wasn't quite you know you have to be tony hawk himself to actually afford one but wouldn't you and have a computer i didn't as i say i didn't have a computer i didn't have the internet at the time in my house for another Couple of years, if you found the save, yeah, wouldn't you? Wouldn't it still have your 3D model thing? As I say, I played the game pretty much every day for months at a time at my friend's house. So oh, I okay. never had it. Like I never had oh, the, the no. memory card. Does not belong to me. Oh, uh, so is, is somebody is somebody out there got a memory yeah, card? Yeah, maybe. Like, that... <laughs> your wraparound fucking master control program from Tron, sort of face wrapped around a horrible 3D model. Um, I love that. I, I've got a vague memory of this, you know, when you were describing it. I remember this feature being marketed and it would have been the kind of thing that like uh, video games, TV shows would have talked about. Yeah. Right? Like in, in really glowing terms, like look at this incredible feature. You can put, you can put yourself 
inside the game. Uh, it's the kind of thing that like tech illiterate times people would have been really impressed by. But now you look at it. You know, I mean, they, they couldn't have had like an automated kind of AI process for that to do back then. They must have had a bunch of guys just like, checking the oh, emails God. and mapping them onto heads yeah they must have been doing it manually they couldn't have been doing it any other way surely uh I, yeah that sounds right but also that feature has just been in so many other games since then like i know i tried it in fifa some year mm. and you can still do it the same mm, yeah. things like uh i think the wwe games yeah but a bloke doesn't wrap it around the actual <laughs> model does he <laughs> Just the idea of getting your face into a game is not something that has been, uh, like, I guess, yeah, it's not so much a selling point anymore because no one cares. Uh, but like, uh, uh, yeah, it's yeah. been a sort of pursuit of the games industry, I guess, to, to make it happen. I, I do, I do love that because back then it would have been like, I can put, I can be a skater, I can cut about with Bam Magera and Tony Hawk and all those guys. And then, like, and now you're just like, what if we put your face in the game? You'd be like, I don't want to look at my face. <laughs> Like, no, I want to. I want to look at the face of like the, the actor you've hired and spent yeah. like thousands of dollars on and mole capping and um, I say thousands because it's the games industry and they don't pay anyone anything. Um, right. Okay. So I'm gonna pick something now. So we're gonna play that pick something jingle. I've got to say, right now, last week I, I was like, I, I, you know. It's become a factor now with with whenever Sharif is on that that like you know it would be a shame to break the streak and it would be but and, and you know and the, the only reason the, the streak exists Sharif is because you are very good at this game but I have to say the streak's broken I'm really sorry but like mm. football manager wins <laughs> <laughs> should have should have laughed should so hard win. at that sorry Tom <laughs> um, enough times no no that probably right. win at some point. The, the face wraparound feature on Tony Hawk's Underground is the epitome of, like, like I mean, it, it was a great game as well. Re it won Critics' Choice Awards. It was reviewed very highly. Yeah. You know, I think it got, like, 33 in Famitsu. That's pretty but respectable. But why, why, right? why is it a bad gimmick? It's just a gimmick, because that was a technology at the time. It's a shit Most gimmick! Not, but it's an awful implementation of because it, Because right? it's the technology. Yeah. Uh, like, maybe, maybe most people got a really good representation <laughs> james used a bad digital camera the person yeah. working that day was like overworked yeah, yeah. they'd done about 200 faces that day yeah he was the last one yeah well, they just copied, copy also, pasted like, the same model of tingle right i mean yeah. i'm surprised though because i mean don't take this the wrong way james uh, but like you've you've got like you've got features that i think could transfer quite nicely onto a ps2 era head model it was nine <laughs> at the time <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah I, i'm i think that's that's that is the best that is one of the best worst gimmicks uh, i've ever the, heard of surely it's just a gimmick. It, you know it, it reminds me of when uh, when the eye tracking peripherals came out mm. you know and um and and those gimmicks started happening like you know every now and then you'd get a you'd get a, a game that was like but well, you can aim by looking at something that's and a big like, part of playstation it yeah. works pretty well. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the PSVR two sold like two hundred thousand units, and it's dead. So, like, so that, that's, that's what happened to that. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. We do, do we not actually know that for for real? Uh, no, Sony, Sony, Sony for real. said uh, all these, all this, the stuff about them not meeting their sales targets was. Uh... But beside the main yeah. point here is that for two weeks in a row, uh -huh. I've come up with 
really very good <laughs> reasons why football managers should win. Yeah. And I haven't. Like, I actually think they're... The, I know yeah. it's a bit of a broken record, but I have been robbed two weeks in a row. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Anything that's going to be at some point, the start of the... At some point, I will have to choose something else other than football manager. And that no one will be happy about that. And it's on you, you Jim. I'm sorry. When that happens, you, it's on you. I'm sorry. You can't not choose football manager now because that's... I can. If I choose something else... There will be riots. Not and choosing, it's on you. not choosing football manager is a worse gimmick than always choosing football manager. I've just, I've said my piece, and <laughs> you have to live with it. <laughs> Look, I'm really sorry that I, sh- I broke the Sharif streak. I'm really sorry, Tom, that once again you because it's actually, not even, it's not if even James Pinto, it's just a gimmick. It's not a bad gimmick. If James had said something That's shit, Tom, the, no, it's like, not. You know, they, come on. No, you know what's a terrible gimmick? That Tony Hawk game where you had this actual skateboard. Yeah, the ride. ride, but it's a bad game as well. I did mm. think of that one. But yeah, the, yeah. Like the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a shit gimmick and a shit game, but Underground's yes, a really good game. Yes, because it's predicated on this terrible design thing that doesn't fucking work. And it's like, oh, this is a bad gimmick for, for sure. But like, this, the, the thing that you had is just endearing. It's just like, oh, I'm putting my face in it as a kid. That's funny. That's amazing. Uh, it's not something that takes away from it at all. Yeah, to and be fair, we haven't seen the face. Awful. We haven't seen the face, to be fair. We don't yeah, know because it's 2003. Like. I, don't wanna, I don't have to break up another argument between <laughs> Sharif and James. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, thank uh, you very much for listening or watching. Um, please, do some reviews. Yeah, please uh, give us five-star reviews on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, please like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, leave comments. And uh, if you want to leave comments with topic suggestions, that would be really good because we are really <laughs> like the, the the topic suggestions every week are now like James, you got anything? <laughs> like, have you, has anyone thought of a topic this week? Also, um, if you know any Americans. Get yeah. them to listen to this. So I look at the stats and it's always like viewers, listeners in America, five mm-hmm. or something. It's like, why are you not why are you not listening to this, Americans? You, you, won't, you won't answer me because you're not American. But yeah. the point is, if you do know an American, like, I don't know, if you if you're friends with Greg Miller, message him. T- tell him t- uh, t- tell your American friends this. T- tell him there's a there's this uh, Egyptian do- dude on his podcast who sounds like he's from upstate New York. And that would be enough to get them to watch this. <laughs> I guarantee you, they would at least be curious to be like, "That's not, that's not true." Why have you just, why have you just owned yourself on this? I have been told this repeatedly. <laughs> I, I like hundred percent see it. I know exactly what they were getting at. But only now that you've said it, now that's all I, I can I, think I, of. I've been told this all so right. many times that it had to be. I'm gonna play this card now because someone's gonna be listening to this and be like. <laughs> That sounds crazy and unbelievable. I'm going to listen to one episode to yeah. see what the hell this is. This is also also two or two weeks out of two that you've elicited comments on our appearance. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that is that really something that you want? To read? This was more about, 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 the, about the accent, not the not the voice, but I, uh, not the uh, appearance. But I guess yeah, I didn't think of that. Uh, don't, don't comment on our appearances unless you're being nice, obviously. But but yeah, please please comment, say stuff, suggest topics, argue, suggest your own picks for the for the uh, for the for the topic du jour. God, that was wacky, Honestly, wasn't if, it? If, if and, our uh, uh, viewership, listenership is what's the word for that? Uh, I guess viewership because we're now on video. If yeah. our viewership in America increases because of this, uh, I'd be very happy. Yeah, to despair. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it might do. We have to. Uh, like, maybe we should send a press release to America. <laughs> Is that a thing you can do? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Just get get the White House press secretary to read it. I have never been in the United States in my life. I I have, and I envy you. <laughs> but no, so, no, no, no uh, just to completely like sell you on why this is unusual and bizarre. All right, so uh, yeah, uh, like and subscribe, leave reviews, leave comments, and uh, we'll see you next week with another topic that we uh, we have to now go and discuss. <laughs>